In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the SUP Live. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. No, you're not. <laughs> Guys, today we're very, very excited. First of all, for this first ever pre recorded mm-hmm. episode of the SUP Live. And in the studio, we have such a friend fun person (laughs) if you guys watch our wtf series on instagram you will recognize him he's the lead video producer for this up it's brian russell smith oh my god thank you so much for such a great intro yes yes uh guys brian's actually been here the whole time (laughs) Um, yeah i'm usually standing behind the shooting behind the phone like the camera mm-hmm. just yelling things if we need information so i'm always there yes not he's, talking exactly we're <laughs> feeling his energy he's been giving his energy to the yes. podcast for so long so it's really great to have him co-hosting if you're wondering where sammy is she is in an underground bunker um, <laughs> no she's in coachella which is a similar situation <laughs> yeah it's basically just as like destitute and nuclear. yeah yes exactly it's yeah. basically yeah it's an apocalyptic scenario it's apocalyptic. that's what i mean it's not destitute it's actually full of people <laughs> <laughs> exactly too many people yeah. far too many people um so brian yes. why don't you tell us what's getting you through this week in trump's america yes well on sunday i was lucky enough to get a ticket to the premiere of mean girls on broadway which Ugh. Is like a childhood dream of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I've loved Mean Girls forever. Yeah. Um, I'm the biggest Tina Fey fan. How close were you to Tina? I was in the same row as her. <gasps> I was on in the orchestra. I saw her flesh. I oh could my see, God. I could see her like beautiful skin. She was wearing a white <laughs> pantsuit. Oh. She just looked like a boss, like oh. always. She was wearing her glasses that night. It was amazing. I, um, when I was younger, I didn't have cable in my room. I would have like a DVD player and a TV, mm-hmm. and I had the first three seasons of Thirty Rock, and that's all I would watch. Thirty Rock is a perfect. There, there is not thirty seconds of Thirty Rock where mm. a joke is not made. It's, I think they it's like crazy. counted it. I think they do like sixty jokes a minute. It's, it's like something. It's every, crazy. It's so good, and so I'm just obsessed with her. So I was freaking out. My 14 year old self would have cried hysterically, basically probably as hard as I did when I actually saw Tina. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show was great. It was just as funny as the movie. The music was great. It was really interesting done. Like, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, And that's so interesting that you say that, Brian, because at the end of this episode, we have an exclusive interview with Barrett Wilbert Weed. She plays Janice Ian mm-hmm. on Mean Girls on Broadway. Yes. And we talk about how the show has been updated to reflect 27 or 2017. <laughs> that is truly not what year it is. <laughs> the show takes place in the year 2017. <laughs> 
And she was really awesome. She was one of my favorite parts about the whole show, actually. She She's, was really good. She was um, Veronica in Heathers on yeah. Broadway, too. Yeah. So she's just like killing it with, with these like movie, classic cla- yeah. classic adaptations. She was also really cool, you guys. So yeah, she, definitely. She listen. also like looked really cool. I didn't get to talk to her at all. I know. But she I, had a great style. Yeah. And then now I'm following her, inst- following her on Instagram. When she came into the office, she had sort of a subdued style. See her on Instagram. Major glow up. Yeah. She's glamorous as mm-hmm. hell. So I'm just like, wow, it's great to see somebody in their element on all different levels. Yeah. So what about you? What uh what's getting you through this week? Um, well, Chloe Kardashian, I just feel bad for her. It, it is motivational to me because I'm like, well, no matter how bad this week goes for me, it will never be as bad as how it was for Chloe oh Kardashian, who's I know. who's eleven months pregnant. <laughs> and, and Tristan Thompson cheated on her on video with two Ladies, and it's just so like like at least try to pretend you're not cheating. Also, I just want Chloe to be happy. Like I I just love her so much. She's like the coolest of the Kardashian clan, like the one that you think would like be your friend. And I just thought this was her happy moment. I know. And there are so many people online who are like, Well, how you get them is how you lose them. And I'm just like, Can you just I know, have some sympathy, people. She's literally pregnant also, there's an yeah. unborn baby involved in also, this controversy there's no way that she's the asshole in this situation no exactly <laughs> exactly don't make her the asshole Tristan is most definitely the asshole and like also like if I had the chance to be with a Kardashian no matter which one it was like I'd even take a Jenner like yeah. there's no way <laughs> I would fuck that up no I mean he's well he's on the subs shit list mm-hmm. for sure and it is like this crazy thing where everyone's like yeah well Chloe what the fuck did you think and it's like why are we blaming the woman for the fact that this guy keeps getting women pregnant and, and then, then cheating on them? Like, that is where we need to be focusing our energy is like, what the fuck is going on with this dude who is continually like, first of all, you can cheat on people and not impregnate them first. It's very <laughs> like, true. That's, that is possible. Like, it's you very can just true. be a run of the mill cheater and then it's like, OK, well, fuck you. But it's like he's going so far above and beyond also, like, as a big fan of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she took her time letting him be on the show and being, like, public. Like, I know. why did you, like, agree to do all this shit and, like, make the relationship public? Put her in this situation and now fuck her over again. And now she has to get another revenge body. I <laughs> Revenge party part two. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Maybe it'll be, like, a robot body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she comes back and she's like, now I am a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, most uh, Chloe, if you're listening, you know, all the support and love to oh, you. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mute my phone. Podcast newbie. <laughs> well, it's okay. Also, if you hear some clinking and clanking, that's our beverages. Our rosé. So, guys, we are going to the Women in the World Summit. Brian and I will be there for the next two days. Mm-hmm. It's a who's who <laughs> of women in the world. Yeah, we're very excited. <laughs> Hillary Clinton speaking. Uh, um, uh, Lisa Murkowski. Le- um, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. Yeah, Viola Davis. You wow. know, amazing women. So many amazing women. Ronan Farrow's going to be there, so there are also men. Yes, yes. <laughs> Brian and Ronan holding it down for yeah, the gays. It's just us, me and Brian, me and Ronan. Maybe we'll meet. Maybe we'll connect. Oh my God. You guys should connect. Right. I know he's dating John Lovett of Pod Save America. Oh, I mean, but, we don't have to date. We can, but, like, hug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope that you hug Ronan Farrow. Uh, who do I want to hug? We'll see when we get there. <laughs> I don't want to commit to hugging anyone. 
Um, okay. So guys, obviously we're going to spend a lot of time talking about Facebook, but before we do that, there have been a thousand things on the Russia front mm. that we probably should discuss. Yeah. Um, the FBI raided Michael Cohen's office and hotel room on Monday, mm-hmm. which is not, not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for those of you, if you need a refresher, Michael Cohen is Trump's personal lawyer. He's historically known as a fixer. He's mm-hmm. the person who gets Donald Trump out of trouble. Not sure how good of a job he's <laughs> been doing and he's like his longtime personal lawyer like yes. years and years and years before trump even wanted to become president Yeah, when he was just doing crimes in the private sector yeah just like committing like uh bank fraud on yeah. his own time exactly so michael cohen is also the guy who supposedly paid hundred and thirty thousand dollars of his own money mm-hmm. to stormy daniels and so there are all these questions about if michael cohen was paid back for that michael cohen says no i did it out of the kindness of my own heart i just love donald trump so much i'm gonna I... drop one hundred thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars on this porn star just because i love my client he he mortgaged his house like he put his house up to make that payment oh to stormy God. daniels and it's just because donald trump is such a good friend <laughs> <laughs> no no other inclination no other reason why no no other reason not expecting to be paid back it's not considered a mm-hmm. campaign donation it's just a hundred and thirty thousand dollar venmo between friends <laughs> <laughs> and they were also so the fbi is also investigating a hundred and fifty thousand dollar payment to another uh woman named karen mcdougall oh yes 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 and she was a playmate yeah, I think she was I, she was some sort of i think she's sexualized a female yes <laughs> um, and then they're also I just read that this this morning mm-hmm. uh, uh, they're also like looking into payments maybe regarding the pussy tape the pussy grabbing tape that oh. they may have tried to suppress that as well so just a whole so they collected papers on papers mm-hmm. on papers about anything that yes. they, they thought deemed appropriate so now Trump is pissed he's yeah. super pissed i don't know if you've headed over to the at real donald trump account today but there's been some activity <laughs> yeah and he's like t- he's tweeting in all caps so that's never good that's when you know he's really upset yeah. um so basically trump found out about this while he was um or right before he was supposed to be doing a press conference about um syria side note we're maybe going to war in syria Stay tuned. Watch this space. Yeah, small, small side note. <laughs> small side note. There's a war. So, <laughs> but instead, he just like goes rogue midway through the interview. And he's like, and by the way, they broke into my lawyer's office. Not true. They had a warrant. All of this stuff. Um, yeah. It takes a lot to get a warrant. It's not, you, you can't just raid someone's apartment. No, they <laughs> had to go to a federal judge and they have to mm-hmm. show probable cause that crimes have been committed for them to be able to get a warrant. Mm-hmm. And if it's a warrant against the lawyer of the president of the United States, I imagine this is something they're taking pretty seriously. Yeah, and there's like extra there's extra stages than yes. normal warrants when it comes to this. Like I I don't know specifically what they are off the top yeah. of my head right now, but I know that there are. Yeah. And also, this was signed off by a district attorney who was appointed by President Trump. Yes. And, and yeah, he's a Republican. And so, like, mm-hmm. by calling this a witch hunt, it's like, no, it's like, this is. And Attorney people. General Rod Rosenstein, who also signed off on this raid, is also a, Trump a Trump appointee. A yes, Trump appointee yeah. and a Republican, and cannot state enough that Robert Mueller 
is a Republican. Yeah. Um, but about Mueller, so this all came about because in Mueller's investigation, he uncovered something, we don't know what, that he felt like was not in the purview of his investigation, but he passed it off to the FBI. So I think that's interesting because it shows that like, this is so not a witch hunt. Like Robert Mueller, if he finds things that aren't what he deems to be like appropriately a part of his investigation, he's not pursuing them. So mm-hmm. it just like kind of <clears throat> underlines his integrity to me in a way. I also just love that he's not making any like public statements or, no. you know, he's just not making any appearances. He's just like, just let me do my goddamn job yes. and leave me alone and I will do it. He's the most famous person in the U.S. who literally has done nothing to try <laughs> to be famous and never courts fame mm-hmm. in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Like, but I am excited when all of this is done for him to drop a mixtape. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's definitely going to drop something. Something yeah. fire. He could be, he could be selling so much on Instagram right now. He could really be capitalizing on this. And he could he's start not. his own like vodka brand. Brand, Moscow mm-hmm. Mueller. Yes. Just... So now there's basically this question of like, is Trump going to fire him? Because Trump is super pissed. And at a press conference recently, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, instead of doing her normal thing where she's like, well, the president could fire Mueller, but he's not going to. She just said, we believe the president has the authority to fire Mueller. And she didn't add that, but he's not going to, which she always has in the past. Yeah. And a new report came out on the New York Times, failing New York Times, uh, that Trump has really seriously tried to follow, fire Mueller in December and June. So he's tried twice. Now, today he's tweeting that that's not true, which means we know that it is true. Yeah, because he doesn't lie. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and it's he also never was saying Mueller's name on Twitter at all. And just recently, like, started, a, started to. So that's yeah. also another disconcerting sign. Yeah. And he said he was like, a lot of people have been saying that I should fire Mueller, which is crazy because truly no one, no is, one saying is saying that. that. And like the Republicans uh, in Congress are saying that they don't have to pass anything be- that to secure Mueller's position because it's just not going to happen. Right. But like, uh, it, it's, it's probably going to I know. They're like, we don't have to because like Trump told us he's smart enough to not do that he's not dumb enough to try and fire Mueller it's like bitch yes he is he's like illiterate I know he literally doesn't know like basic things (sighs) I don't know he doesn't like if you if you listen to Trump speak you, you know that he's not smart enough. Yeah, like, you don't. He doesn't have a vast vocabulary. No, you do not walk away from watching him with the sense that, like, this is a man who has a really good head on his shoulders. I think he's well read. Yeah, like, like <laughs> okay, this guy has a full grasp of the issues. Like, no, um, no. And so firing Mueller is a process. A, Trump actually can't directly fire Robert Mueller. No. He has to, he can't even go to his attorney general because Jeff Sessions has recused himself. Yes. Um, so he would have to ask Rod Rosenstein. Side note, Rod is such a gay porn star name. <laughs> Rod I always Rosenstein. like, I'm always like, hi, I'm Rod. Yeah, hi, I'm Rod. Rod. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Um, and no, I, that was a perfect side note. Yeah, I appreciate anyways. it. Um, Rod Rose, Rosenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say his name now. Um, would have to do it. And they say that he probably wouldn't. So what Trump would have to do is then fire Rod Rosenstein and, mm-hmm. appoint, and possibly Jeff Sessions and appoint someone else who would. Yes. And this is very similar to what happened with Nixon. Mm-hmm. Nixon tried to get his uh, attorney general to fire... Uh, his, his special, special counsel, counsel whose was, name was... I don't know. Something I don't remember. Yeah. I know the one from Clinton was Ken Starr, but yeah. I don't remember. And they both resigned uh, instead of doing that. So. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just history does repeat itself. Yeah, and it's and it's repeating itself really, really quickly. So yeah, the basically the two avenues he could take, he could fight, he could get try, ask Rod Rosenstein to fire Mueller, and then if he doesn't, try to appoint someone who would. Or he could fire Jeff Sessions and get someone who doesn't have to be recused from the investigation. And in doing so, then Mueller would technically not be needed. So there are a couple of things that he could do to potentially fire him, but he cannot directly fire him. So we would hear a lot about the process before it actually happened. Yeah. It wouldn't be just like, oh my God, special counsel Mueller's gone. And what happened with Nixon was that it, it, they called it, it's either the Sunday I or the Saturday, Saturday night massacre. Saturday massacre. And it was that Nixon just com- kept firing people who he, like, because he kept asking them to fire his special counsel and they kept being like, no, we're not going to do that. Which I kind of do feel like Rod Rosenstein would do. It seems I like mean, he has, like, some amount of integrity. I hope so, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it, well, that's what I'm hoping. I don't know him personally, but... No, I, I've never met... We've never actually... We've never crossed paths. No. Um, but yeah, so, like, watch out, guys, because if he fires Mueller, then this shit is getting crazy. And Crazier. I don't, and I don't know that Congress... I feel like he's feeling the pressure right now because clearly something's going to happen in 2018 if we all go out and vote and we all do our best and we all stay engaged. So Trump is really running out of time where he could fire Mueller and there would potentially not be any consequences because our Congress is like in his butt. (laughs) (laughs) Like the Congress like... (laughs) He's going to poop the Congress soon and then like they won't be in his butt anymore no. and, and he won't be able to like get them to do stuff. So it, I'm worried that he, his tiny mind, he's figured that out and that like things are coming pretty fast because he basically has until November before there's like where, where he can just kind of do whatever unchecked because I don't yeah. think Paul Ryan, RIP, still alive, but leaving Congress. Yeah. Before, we'll touch more on that later. Yeah, but yeah, before Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell are potentially no longer in leadership positions. So, oh, one can only hope. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Speaking of our Congress, big news this week, Mark Zuckerberg testified (laughs) about Facebook's shady bullshit before Mm -hmm. Congress, and oh, what a wild ride it was. Five hours of 
roller coasters. Five hours of what honestly what the whole the senate portion of it yeah, so brian well, 10 and I, hours in total i guess brian and i watched the senate portion together mm-hmm. some amount of it and that kind of just amounted to like a five-hour version of when you like help your grandma set up her wi-fi yeah yeah it was basically like they went to the genius bar mm-hmm. and we're like this is broken Can yeah you and they're it? like it's off <laughs> <laughs> he was like uh yeah just turn it on it seems like so the first part well first of all in the senate he shows up and like the way it works is like the most senior members talk first so the first two hours were literally like 25 80 year olds being like i don't know i can't remember my password do you know my password and mark zuckerberg's like senator no i don't yeah. i don't know your individual password Porn hatch is like how do you make money? Yes. So that was one of the craziest moments from day one where Orrin Hatch, he's 84 years old. He's like the oldest person in the Senate at one point is like, well, if Facebook is free, how do you make money? And after truly the longest pause on earth, Mark Zuckerberg is like, Senator, we sell ads, <laughs> which is the point of the whole, like that's literally why they're there is the ads. <laughs> like, oh, young whippersnapper. Why are you here today? Yeah. And he's just like, I don't. And then there was one Senator who did a really long example where he was like, let's say I like a Facebook page <laughs> for chocolate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going to, you going to tell the chocolate company? And I'm just like, Oh my it's, God. It, it, they didn't really address the problems no. that, they're like, they're like, why is Mark Zuckerberg here? Let's actually ask him about why he's here. And they did not do no, that. No, the Senate was not prepared. We get to freaking Ted Cruz, who his company hired Cambridge Analytica. So yes, that's, that's, that's why Mark Zuckerberg was there. Yes, Mark Zuckerberg is there to talk about Cambridge Analytica and the use of 80, data. Yeah, they collected 87 million users. Originally, they said 50. It was 87 million data. Without their consent or their knowledge. Yeah. And a lot of the time it was just people like friends of friends who played this game. Yeah. And it was sold to a political analyst firm that then used it to target political ads. Not to mention like 3,000 Russian ads that were yeah. bought on Facebook. So that's what they were there to talk to. But the Senate just kind of needed to basically understand like, how do I share a post? Like, it's just like crazy. And then Ted Cruz comes up and Ted Cruz hired Cambridge Analytica. So he can't yeah. say shit. So instead, he just pivots to... um why was the Chick-fil-A fan page taken down? He starts going, a lot of conservatives in this, and this happened in the House testimony yesterday, instead of focusing on anything that was of use to anyone, they decided that they're going to question Mark Zuckerberg about silencing of conservative yes. voices. Um, what's that? Diamonds and... Diamonds and silk, and silk diamond, which are yeah. like two Republican... I think they're like, like black, a, yeah, women black women who are Republicans and like... So now, like, all the Trump... And they love Trump, and so, like, the Trump people are obsessed with them. Because yes. they're like, we've found and, two. And, yeah, <laughs> and they had their Facebook page shut down, I think, right? Yes, yeah, but, because it was considered but, harmful. But the thing is, is, like, they were talking about Pizzagate and conspiracy theories. Yes. And, like, Pizzagate obviously was not a child sex ring run by David Podesta and no. Hillary Clinton. No. And you can't just share fake news and have... And spread conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, about, like, that people are actually... 
believe are true. So it was just crazy to me because, yeah, there was like this whole Republican line of questioning. It happened with Ted Cruz in the Senate and then a couple different people in the House where they're just like, well, you guys are censoring conservative speech. And like, why are these conservative pages being shut down? And what happened to Chick-fil-A's fan page? And it's like, okay, well, Chick-fil-A's fan page was being used to spread homophobic views because Chick-fil-A hates gay people. Spoiler. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know that about Chick-fil-A, but (laughs) they're randomly homophobic. They have such a gay name to hate gay people I know. I know. That Chick-fil-A could be the name of a drag queen. Yeah, I know. They could, yeah. (laughs) Um, And she, like, kind of wears, like, feathers. Anyway. (laughs) Um... So there's like that. And then they're talking about this diamond and silk fan page that apparently got shut down, but it was spreading conspiracy theories. And it just all came down to like, like, just like, well, if you can't say the N word on Facebook, how are my constituents (laughs) supposed to express themselves? And it's like, let's take a step back here and think about this. And they're like, why hasn't Planned Parenthood's Facebook page been shut down? Why aren't these other Facebook pages been shut down? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they're not spreading fake news and using hate speech. No, they're providing a service to people and they're not lying about said service. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, there's so many problems with Facebook and they had the CEO and founder in their hands and they didn't do anything. I just like... I felt like I wanted to watch the teacher scold the bad student. Yes. And it didn't happen. There were two female representatives yesterday who I thought did a good job. And you guys are going to forgive me, but I don't remember their names. There was one who was just like, you seem to not know a lot as the CEO. And then she just listed all of the things that he said he didn't have answers for. And it was like how your company runs, how many employees you have doing such and such. Like she just roasted him for that. And then another one came on and she started with a list of like all of his apologies and dates going back with like full quotes of being like, we messed up, blah, blah, blah. And it's interesting because Kamala Harris kind of did a similar thing. So I did kind of feel like, the women senators, like, and, and the women representatives on many levels stepped up to the plate. I also actually did Shocker. like Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Lindsay up the whole monopoly like, yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like, who are your competitors? Who does what you do? Yes. And he really couldn't give a good answer. Yes, he did undercut himself a little bit mid-speech by being like, what is Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a problem. And then there was another senator, a man on day one, who did, who was like, Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, would you share with us where you stayed in your hotel today publicly in front of everyone? And he started like being like, do you want to share all of this information publicly? Oh, you don't? Well, like literally neither do we. So there were a couple things on him, but it did feel like the house seemed like they did a lot better. One, because they're just generally younger. And two, I think they saw the Senate. Which is generally not how things go. Usually the Senate has their shit together. No, and and the house is a clown car. Yeah, exactly. So I guess Congress saw the shit show that was the Senate uh, testimony. And we're like, oh, God. Yeah. I guess I I need to, like, read this research. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. This is if this is being graded on a curve, like, we could really (laughs) nail this one here. And also, I think we forget when because you don't see Mark Zuckerberg very often. He is very young. He is 33 years old. Yeah. He looks like um, he has really big eyes. He looks like a like a precious moment. A Dobby. He looks like a precious moment doll, like a bush baby kind of in a suit. And he kept bringing up the fact that, you know, I started this in my college dorm. I started this in my college dorm and it's like okay that doesn't negate the fact that two billion people use your service yeah and And that it fucked up our election potentially and like fucked up people's lives Facebook spread conspiracy theories fake news all throughout the 2016 presidential election and they took no accountability for it at all and 
we're finding out now later that they knew about this. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, we're sorry. But it's like you two years ago, you said that this wasn't happening and it clearly was happening. Like I... <laughs> I have now my, like, my family believes in, like, I don't know, that Hillary Clinton is a lizard person. Yeah, like, like, like random I, shit. And they, they, Facebook created a system wherein fake articles and real reporting were shared in the exact same way and looked exactly the same. And someone who isn't as discerning, someone who maybe doesn't have certain, like, levels of education or someone who's older, whatever, they're not going to be able to look at that, like, Sometimes you see an article and like the tiny bottom of it is called like like you'll realize, oh, this is like a weird website. But sometimes the website is called like the Denver Gazette. And you're like, oh, this seems like it's a real website. And then it's actually something fake that has been set up specifically to look like a real news website that spreads fake news. And there's no contingency like the Congress doesn't like have anything about it. uh, passing laws to try and pull this in they're trying they're still trying to do it have facebook do it internally yes but no one has been fired over this cambridge analytica uh situation and the fake news and conspiracy spreading has not stopped if we just look back to the parkland shooting there was fake news being spread about them them and these they're crisis yeah and like eighty thousand shares and all these like impressions and you know it's clearly nothing has been done no nothing has been done and it's interesting because There was definitely a sentiment expressed throughout all of these hearings that Congress is interested in regulating Facebook. It seemed like that was something that they want to do. And Mark Zuckerberg is like kind of pretending that that's something he would be happy with happening. Not true, but okay. (laughs) So then, like, what's interesting is... This is an election year, 20, the midterms are coming up. And basically every political analyst says like Congress is not going to pass any legislation Mm -hmm. for the rest of the year. They have no, which is first of all, insane. It's April. Like what's your job? Like, isn't this what you're supposed to be doing? But instead they're just not going to do anything because it's too politically dangerous to do stuff like that coming up on the midterms. So they're. Uh, like surprise the government is basically shut down until after these elections so they're not going to regulate facebook no one is going to put forward a serious bill to do that they're not going to protect Mueller because mm-hmm. nobody wants to stick their neck out politically in a midterm year especially not this republican majority that is walking on eggshells right now yeah and it's just crazy that there's so many people in this congress and they're all just like spineless like they don't yeah. like, like they don't have, no one has like excuse my saying balls but no one has the balls yeah. to do something and you can see like facebook's shares went up 5.7 percent, and his net worth rose 3.2 billion dollars during his testimony because they just did such a bad job of yeah. grilling him and like, he just looked really important the yeah. entire time and yeah he's like a little weasel he's truly the least charismatic person mm-hmm. in the world but he was able to get like a couple laugh lines yeah. in and he was able to kind of In the Senate, more so than in the House, would sort of deftly maneuver by being like, I'll get back to you on that, Senator. Like, blah, blah, blah. And he has just like... And Facebook has like spun this narrative that they are here to connect people and they're here to make people like friendly and so you can can talk to your family and your friends. But like, that's not what, what Facebook started. No. Like... He, as he said, he started it in his college dorm. Mm-hmm. He started it after he had created something called Face Mash. In I don't know if you guys seen the Social Network. Yeah, but watch he, it. It's good. It's, it's like a movie. David Fincher was robbed. 
um, where he just took people's pictures from the Harvard internet, whatever, yearbook or something, yeah. and put pictures side by side so people could rank their attractiveness. And so he basically, that's what Facebook he comes st- from. Like he like, started out by like stealing people's data and creating like this weird game. And he was getting, they were asking him a lot about face mash on, uh, in the congressional hearing and yeah. he was getting really annoyed. Yeah. He kept being like, it was a joke website that I created yeah. in college. And he keeps talking he, he like, and, and yet he kept saying that he created Facebook in, in college. It's like, so you, you can be accountable for one thing, but you yeah. can't be accountable for the other. Yeah. It's like, Oh, okay. So one of them is like a silly prank that we can't ask you about, which first of all, what's the, prank yeah like i like this isn't a prank and it's just like fucking weird uh and then but the other one it's like the backstory is super noble so it's like in the same sentence he's like don't give a fuck about this because i created it in college but also i created facebook in college and it's really cool and like you should like facebook yeah and you know it's 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 a company that you know harvests data and it sells data it runs ads it's a social media platform they they're now creating their own original content and it's like, what he can't answer what they are. They don't know no. what they are. And he kept being like, Facebook is an optimistic platform. And I'm like, what? Have you been on fucking Facebook? <laughs> I recently had to block a guy who sent me a picture of his penis that linked to a pyramid scheme. So, like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been called a few derogatory terms on Facebook. Yeah. yeah it's so, not, yeah, it's not. I've been called soy boy a couple times too, which that's is That's a new one, yeah. but I do think. I think it means that I lack um, calcium. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, I have I a lot of dietary restrictions. <laughs> Honestly, they might be correct. <laughs> Brian does consume a lot of soy. I think that maybe soy has estrogen oh, in yeah, it. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, so it means whatever. It's like a cuck type, <laughs> type thing. Those insults, I always am like, you know that like you sound dumber saying them than the person feels insulted hearing it. I know, and I also do kind of get like a sense of empowerment when people like address me. I'm like, ooh, you know who I am. Yeah, and it like... <laughs> Even I, if it's negative, I'll take it as a positive. As, like any of those like alt-right terms of phrase, when I hear people use them, I'm always just like, you're so lame. And also like Snowflake, it sounds like a, a cute name for like yeah. a lover. I'm like, oh, Snowflake, Snowflake, you're so cute. I do, yeah, see like none of those really bother me i think it's like interesting how they like wield these insults that only have meaning within their own circles and don't really actually like insult the person that they're talking about because like i'm not involved in alt-right circles so like if you call me or my boyfriend or my friend a cuck i'm like okay cool that's like not it's i'm not like, so they can go back to their other alt-right like friend and be like, and be like I, cu- I called him a cuck i and cucked that person yeah and it's like i don't know like i just don't no one cares about no. that like also like maybe we should i mean no we shouldn't we shouldn't stoop we when they go low we go high but yes. i was just saying there's no like left-wing terms for these people no it's because just, they like hillary clinton called them deplorables and yeah. they took deplorable oh my god they love there are so many fucking crazy assholes yeah. on twitter who are like deplorable and yeah. and then, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a word that I never really heard much no. until then. They really, really took that one and yeah. ran with it. She probably should not have said that, but no. like I also don't think that she was wrong. No. <laughs> All right. I feel like this probably brings us to the end. Yes. Um, so we'll end with one more thing. Uh, we talked about it very briefly. Yes. But our boy Paul Ryan 
Polly R. He's no more. He is leaving. He's not going to run for re-election. He's not going to be Speaker of the House anymore. Which is exciting, yes. Yes. Uh, except, however, I was really looking forward to him losing. I know. I did want to see him lose. Because he was... Because as we all know, the blue wave is coming. Yes. As they say. As long as we all do our work and we all get out the vote and we yes. all work for candidates in our local area. Oh, yeah. It won't be easy. You still have to vote and mm-hmm. you still have to volunteer if you can and you do whatever you can. Tell all your friends to vote. Register yes. your friends. Sign them up for the newsletter. For yes. The Betches newsletter, Up newsletter will be letting you know. I mean, I've signed up uh, some... Uh, family members and they don't know and they're like why do I keep getting these emails I'm like yes. I don't know I don't know what's I've, happening it's like I've unsubscribed I'm like I don't know um, yeah but yes he's up against Randy Bryce the mm-hmm. Iron Stash and he's has a lot of momentum so I was really looking forward to seeing that race but I know I'll take it so we'll see who runs in his place in that Wisconsin district but I feel like I mean it's real. This is really good. And hopefully Paul Ryan will be handing his gavel off to a Democrat, yeah. to Nancy. I don't know. If, it seems yeah. like they would pick Nancy. Again. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Nancy is like uh, the right. The right. Hey, they hate her. Yeah. And they, they hate her. So I think a lot of I think a lot like the, the special election in Pennsylvania. This guy really doesn't. I forget. What is his name? Oh, yeah. That he, guy. He Connor Lamb. Yeah. He distanced himself from Nancy Pelosi saying that he yeah. wouldn't support her. For but she's a very deaf. Uh, speaker, like she, oh, she's I mean, very good. I at love the, her. I know, I love her. She's very good at like the actual political things that need to happen behind the yeah. scenes, and like what do they call it? Like whipping the votes. Yeah, whipping the votes. <laughs> but you know, like like it's so all about optics. Get, you yeah, know? I know. So, maybe we get like a new cool purse. I mean, yeah. I mean, everyone is pretty old AF. Yeah. Uh, so maybe as we, we saw, as we saw, so it might be nice to get some like young blood in yeah. there. But anyways, yes, Paul Ryan is gone and or he will be. And so maybe he will grow a spine. In the yeah, next that's what I was thinking is I was like, maybe I was like, Paul, you have like six months to not be a complete piece of shit because you're not running for reelection. <laughs> so like maybe you he will do something. But then again, it is. Paul Ryan. He's also like young. He's going to live for a long time. I know. And like, do you want to live? the rest of your life with this reputation he's like 48 like for like they're like paul ryan is retiring and i'm like no paul ryan quit that's what it means yeah, when you leave your job at 48 yeah, like, <laughs> yeah and just like also like suck it up go go to battle man like, yeah do like it. fucking do something like what did you it's i will i was about to be like what did you come to the house to do and i'm like oh to pass a giant tax cut bill for billionaires yeah, right like, and I, he did I, that i did my job he's like i he was one of the he he said one time he was like i've been dreaming about tax cuts since college and i'm like wow you sound fucking awful yeah, dude like, imagine I'm glad i didn't out. go to college with you like, right I'm, imagine hanging out with paul ryan you're trying to be at a party and he's like tax cuts and you're I'm just sure like he I was can't. still pretty handsome then though i know you he know? is he is, if we can say anything about him, he's pretty hot. Yeah, he's got some. He's got some looks. I like. He's got his, a cute face. I love those uh, pictures of him with the weights. Oh my god, the pictures of him with the weights are so funny, and I feel like that was like when he first popped on the scene, and everyone was like. But I love my boyfriend's from Wisconsin, so I do love sort of like a, a grass fed Wisconsin boy. Yeah, and so yeah, Paul Ryan is retiring, yeah. and Mitt Romney is running for Senate. So yeah, two thousand. And Rick Scott is also running in Florida, yeah. which we cannot 
allow I said this in the newsletter but if he wins he will be the first uh, horcrux ever to be elected to the <laughs> Senate <laughs> yeah uh, Brian and I love Harry Potter you guys yeah we, yeah, we talk about it a little too much <laughs> <laughs> Brian has a really good Harry Potter tattoo oh yeah um, you can't see it but it's beautiful it's really really good um okay we have to go to the Women in the World Summit. Yes, I actually just got an email saying that they're very excited to have me. So. Um, <laughs> wow, just Brian specifically. <laughs> um, so guys, stick around after this. We're going to have an interview with Mean Girls on Broadway's very own Barrett Wilbert Weed. You'll be able to hear Sammy's voice in case that was something you were like super needed in your day. It'll be there. <laughs> um, okay, so until the end of Democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this has been The Sup Live. <laughs> Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You get fast free shipping returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Hello, welcome to the interview portion of the SUP Live podcast. We are here today with Barrett Wilbert Weed, who is playing Janice Ian in the Broadway rendition of Mean Girls. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> you said my name right, too. Thanks. I practice. Oh, thank you so much. You have a great name. It's just like, <laughs> it's weird. Sonorous. I guess Ooh. sonorous, does that mean going to sleep or does it mean like beautifully sounding? I, I'll take sure. either one. Yeah. I meant I think either one's sounding. a couple. Yeah. It does sound very, it has a good ring. It sh- there should be a, a musical song about you, just of your name. Thanks. Will <laughs> Here she is. You guys, Sammy broke out into a dance. <laughs> it was good. You can't see, but there was, was a dance. I, I approve. Light choreography good. on the pod today. Yes. Do you think I'm ready to be in the Mean Girls musical? Yeah, sure. Great. Mm-hmm. It's really all about, you know, attitude. So I think true. I think you've got the right attitude. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. So um, I was reading up about the musical online, doing some like googling, and, <laughs> and I saw that it's updated mm-hmm. now for like the current yeah. time. Yes. I imagine they have smartphones, yes, etc. Yes. Um, so this is a political podcast. Uh, cool. Has the current political situation <laughs> seeped into the Mean Girls musical? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, sure. Tina Fey wrote it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, like obviously, you know, the the tricky thing about Broadway musicals is that like literally all kinds of people come to see it because yeah. it is like a tourist event. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they've done a really good job of kind of like lulling lulling people as they 
as they come in to like watch the musical it's like we're not just hitting you with like yeah. <laughs> over the head political statements uh, until the very end <laughs> so, Ooh, oh, so you yeah. gotta stay until yeah. the end that's so funny because the Mean Girls movie we make is, you like us and then <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird like Mean Girls the movie is not yourself. political <laughs> no no yeah, because how did it, they? Because we were chilling. I mean, yeah. I think uh, I think there are a lot of like uh, similarities between um, Regina George and Donald Trump. I wasn't gonna say that, but I think like uh, between I, I think a lot of people feel like bullied by our current political like administration. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people feel that way. I know I feel bullied by them. Right, every but day. Melania's <laughs> working on it. She's working on bullying. She has a she has, an, yeah. she has a website. She has one place to start, and she has not. Started. Well, you know, she, she has started to have the some Squarespace. kind of activity. She started the Squarespace. <laughs> she put it together. <laughs> this is not sponsored by Squarespace. No, this isn't. I want to know, like her. I want to know her. I want to know her story. <laughs> I know. I because I know I have like a vague idea of like how she is where she is, but I'm like <laughs> I think there's a, there is a story. Yes. In there. I know. And I feel like we're never going to know. Like, we're like not going to When they get divorced, eventually. Yeah. That yeah. feels fairly inevitable. When they inevitably get divorced, yeah. I yeah. think we'll. I don't know. I think she'll probably divorce him two years after he's out of office. Yeah. So mm-hmm. either in four years or six. Or Depending six on how it goes. minutes. She <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wants to. I mean, you or know, she wants to. Seconds. I, I think I might have said this on the podcast before, but every time I see her appearances, I just imagine, like, this is such a weird image, but I imagine her, like, being picked up from that appearance mm. and then putting being put back into like just a big snow globe where Absolutely. they keep her, <laughs> like, and that's Absolutely. kind of where she exists most of the time yeah. until they need her to be yeah. brought out of the snow globe. And I, put yeah, into I the think world. so too. I think she's like kept in kind of like a hyperbaric chamber. Yes, where, like exactly. nothing can. Nothing and it can doesn't age her. her. It's why she look like yeah. she, it's just like a bunch of chic outfits and then like whatever temperature keeps her just kind of Is frozen. She, she ever see Batman and Robin? I feel like back no. a long okay. time ago. It's like he keeps Mr. Freeze, keeps Dr. Uh, whatever. He keeps his wife in this thing because she has like... It's Senor Freeze, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. Love it. She keeps her in this thing so, until they like find a cure for her disease. But it looks like... Well, I'll find a picture of it after. Where we uh, keep Melania, I'm yeah. sure. This is exactly where we keep Melania. Love yeah. it. I, I love that. I just wish that I could like understand so her. It's so, it's so weird that, that she's one of the things... Like we have a lot of insight into a lot of aspects of the administration but yes. no insight into her no although she didn't come back from Palm Beach <laughs> oh we're looking at a photo of her my publicist is sitting in a corner <laughs> holding up oh, a picture of Melania Trump what is she eating oh, so that's where she's eating diamonds on the cover it was on the cover of like no Mexico yeah. or something no Mexico it was it was literally it can't be Vogue Mexico I think I think it was like an international copy of yeah, Vogue. but, oh, but Mexico Mexico specifically, Maybe. it cannot be. <laughs> it cannot be Vogue Mexico. There's no way. I mean, it would be Christina. Will you let strange. us know? <laughs> yeah. yes. strange. What's crazy is that she probably looks at that now, and I imagine she's like, "I would trade to not have that, to not have this. Like, I would throw up all of those diamonds <laughs> if I could just not be in this life." <laughs> yeah, I really think Oof. she didn't realize what she was getting herself into. Like, she no. thought it was just going to be no. like. The Trump Tower life forever, and I'm yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. I think she truly just, you know, wanted to be rich, and I. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. Oh, it's with Vanity that. Fair. 
Mexico. It was Mexico. I got the Melania Trump is on the cover of Vanity Fair Mexico. Eating diamonds. Mexico. What are you doing? (laughs) I think it's more like Vanity Fair. What are you doing? Because Graydon Carter hates him and is constantly trolling him. Maybe that's why he did that. Although, what year was that from? I think this oh, was after. Is it like a, I did they like trick her? That was before. Did they like trick her into doing like a? I think this was making fun of herself. Melania Trump eats diamonds on the cover of Vanity Fair Mexico as her husband pushes. We're finding out what year. Yeah, he was president. This is during his presidency. Oh, I think God. this was right after, like. It was like wow. one of her first big profiles. How, yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> Anyone who's listening to the podcast, just Google <laughs> Melania Trump yeah. eating diamonds, and this picture will come up. Yeah, I it's think bizarre. It's it is bizarre. Oh Maybe it's because it's not a Mexican. It's an American-owned company, so they have no rights to like not distribute it in Mexico. Yeah. I don't know. I would. I'm curious. Though. I mean, it seems strange. How rude. How, How deeply rude. rude. <laughs> it is like, that is like the let, let them eat cake of our yes. generation. Yes. Yeah, no, let them eat diamonds. Except what's weird is that that went no. very un... Right, what a waste of diamonds. That went very... <laughs> <laughs> that went very un, under the radar. Like, I feel like no one even noticed that. I didn't know busy. about it until right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do t- remember oh, seeing it. I remember El Secreto de Melania. The, no. the, the cover article is called El Secreto de Melania, which means the Elise, sec- tell us. The this. secret of Melania. Elise can speak fluent Spanish. Um, well, let's see. I'm a little bit far from my fluent Spanish days, but... <laughs> you can't... I thought you I heard, do have, I heard you on the phone. I My Spanish is okay. I didn't speak it at home. My dad, like, is Cuban, so... That. Well, because I, uh, I can, like, talk to, like, my relatives, and I oh. have sort of, like, a pre-planned... There, there are a couple phrases. There's a pretty standard conversation I can have with my Spanish-speaking relatives. And then in college, I did, like, major in Spanish. Like, I was, like, an international Asian Spanish double major. Oh so I, God. like, kept doing Spanish so that I would, like, always know it. But I also... Uh, you know, I was a Spanish lit major and I would low-key buy all the books in English on the side and then read them in English and then yeah. my teacher would be like, Elise understands the book very well. <laughs> I'm like, I did. I did understand the book. <laughs> Elise knows how to do homework. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Our college days were really just I know. full of amazingness. Yeah. Um, so you guys went to school together? No, I no, went to school with my together. co-founders. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we actually went to like element middle school and high school also oh. together and college wow. so we've known each other a long time mm-hmm. a really long time yeah we go way back i went to university yeah. of delaware fighting blue hens baby blue hens <laughs> the blue who, hens who was like that sounds like a vicious mascot I th- well delaware's like mad old and i think there just used to be blue hens there now they're extinct i'm pretty sure oh man oh that's um, depressing but I'd love to see a blue chicken. You can. There's a bottle of wine called Rex Goliath, made exclusively in Delaware, that features the blue hen. Wow! Um, and if so you're much Delaware history yeah. right now, mm-hmm. yeah. And Joe Biden went to University of Delaware, and so did Chris Christie. And at the beginning, like when Those I first, are two very different people. <laughs> when I first got to UD in 2008, they used to like tout both of them for the Folly Side wow. department. And by the end of my time, Just they had like Joe. taken Chris Christie off all the flyers. Just <laughs> they, like, stopped. They're, like it used to be like. Joe Biden, Chris Christie, and they were the two, like, look, you like Democratic stars and Republican stars. And by the no. end, they're like, we love Joe Biden. We sure do. 
<laughs> he was gone. He was gone oh, yeah. from the Flyers. Jill Biden. I do also love Joe won. Biden. Really? Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was in my sorority. <gasps> like the actual house, like the chapter. Oh my god! They made us sing a song. Um, oh at Rush to like get God. the that you, you know you put on like stupid skits and shit. So Rosie. they made yeah I know. So they uh. they made us sing a song. I could also sing it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it was to the it's to the tune of Copacabana, mm. and the line was like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know and something was, about like she loves A Fi as well. It's like I'm sure she's thinking about A Fi. <laughs> No, That's, I love that. Yeah, and all three oh. of us, the co-founders. And She's I, such we're a star. Like, She's like my personal star. I know. I don't like. I don't like freak out about like a lot of famous people, but like to me, she is a very famous person. Wow. Yeah. I, th- I get that. I, I hope I get to meet her eventually, just so I can like. I hope you do too. If I hope you I don't do cry on her. That's our sorority. Okay, Bullshit. cool. Wow. Okay, I will. And if, she'll be no, like, you're my in. in. You're my in with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never met her. Oh I don't think God. I. I hope I get. She's to. um. She's on one of the um. I have like a really cool art bag that's like a prop in the show, and she's there's like a little patch of Ruth Bader Ginsburg on it, Ooh. just so no one can see it but me. Which, <laughs> like is the best. That's such a cool uh, detail. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot would of love Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Of course, she kind of yeah. She's like. That's right in her yeah. wheelhouse. So I guess is the current incarnation of mm. Janice Ian, I guess, would be a nasty woman. All of these things <laughs> yeah. like she would be yeah. she's a, a resistor, I would imagine. Yeah, I think like uh, I think what's cool about like this current like high school like generation, because technically they are part of my generation, mm-hmm. like. I was looking. I was looking. I was like, "Am I part of like high school, the high school like, quote unquote like as you say like resistor generation?" Yeah. And then I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, a generation is thirty years." So yes, it's Are nice to know. But they they don't really like uh, like self identify as like stuff like that. Yeah, you know, like much in the way that like hippies weren't like, "Oh yeah, I'm a hippie." Mm-hmm. Like they don't really think of themselves that way. So I think that's. Definitely in line with Janice, the way Janice thinks. (laughs) Yeah. That's weird because I feel like millennials are like, yeah, I'm a millennial. They definitely identify. Yeah. Well, I think technically I'm a millennial, but I don't even know what that means. I looked it, it up. It's just like a selfish, entitled bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it's it's all these, like, negative things when really it's just, like, about a generation, I think. I know. I actually think, I used to sort of think millennials were a lot, like, even us, like, mm-hmm. just myself and, like, our habits. I mm-hmm. used to think that we were, like, kind of the worst. But now, now that I, I, I honestly think, like, the political yeah. situation. We're using is, our powers for good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the political situation has changed a lot of things. Yeah. So if anything good comes out of this whole Trump administration, yeah. it's the Me Too movement, and the fact that millennials, who were mm. formerly kind of like apathetic to anything mm. other than like their Instagram likes, yeah. I think actually care about things a lot and are yeah. interested mm. in making changes, and, and they care I, about other people too, yeah. which right. is really nice. I'll be I'll be the millennial defender forever. I think that we got handed like a, a <laughs> shit burger of, yeah. of a world, kind of. yeah. And yeah. then all these people who created it were like. You guys are ungrateful for the fact that, like, we fucked up the universe and gave it to you. Yeah. That's how I personally feel. Um, And I actually have to go check my phone now. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think it's that. I think it's that. Plus, I also think that there was sort of, like, a a big mess up in the way that we were like parented generally mm. is that we were sort of like raised to be entitled and then got criticized for it. It's like, it's like, it's like 
kids don't just get entitled because they're like, I wake up and I want to be an asshole. Like, huh. they get entitled because they're trained to be entitled. So yeah. you can't really blame kids for the parenting that they received. I think I have, like, the opposite problem where I don't. I don't feel entitled to things enough. Like mm-hmm. I don't. It's refreshing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my dresser, like my my dresser, her name is Mel. On for those of you, of you guys who don't know, when you're doing like a Broadway show, you have like a person who follows you around and like they help you like put on your like multitudes of costumes mm-hmm. and they make sure that you're like wearing the right thing because sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, especially when you're starting a new show, you're like, what do I wear in this? I don't remember what I wear in this scene. <laughs> yeah. And there's a person there with a sheet my person's name is Mel and mm-hmm. she, she's also like she carries around like water for me and she'll just like appear like a fairy princess backstage and be like would you like some water and I'm like yes thank you <laughs> wow. but she told me the other day she was like is there anything else that you like need and I was like I can't think of anything and she was like you don't ask for anything well, and I, I was like you. I was like I no, I feel like I do like I asked for like water and she's like you realize that like some people ask for like their shoes to be stretched or they ask me to like (laughs) or they ask me to like put weird like secret pockets in their jackets or in their shirt or like or they ask me to like for weed bring that (laughs) for like i don't know ask her for weed (laughs) she honestly she would probably get it for me but it's like but yeah i have like the opposite problem where i'm like I don't want to like inconvenience anybody or like, I don't, but, uh, but I should ask for more stuff. Like I've started asking for more stuff. I feel like but. when you get like, when <laughs> someone does hand you like, here's a person who you can ask them for anything. I do feel uh, like I would yeah, be you're paralyzed like, with that. Know. It's like yeah. water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. she figured out, she figured out like what kind of like um, drink I like from Starbucks and sometimes it will magically appear. Like on my little desk backstage, like, on my little station. No, I didn't even ask for it. And I'm like, can I please pay you for this? And she's like, absolutely not. And I'm like, that's not okay. She expensed it to the musical. <laughs> I hope so. It's expensive. Yeah. Put, it on, put it on the company card. Yeah. No, I will say, like, not that we have our own person, but we do have like an assistant here. Yeah. And it's like, that's it, awesome. So I do feel like I ask for, I ask for four things, mm-hmm. but that's the only the fourth. Like, it's like avo- <laughs> they're all from Trader Joe's. Yeah. Like, it's like, avocados ezekiel bread coffee and creamer that's literally it <laughs> yeah but that's Those all i want but when it's not choices. here i'm like i'm like kind of annoyed <laughs> <laughs> i'm like kind of annoyed at least can tell you i'm like well, pretty just, annoyed well i mean I, I guess if you pay the person specifically to like fetch you things then literally. like it's then just, that's you know, all i want like i come here i can see I a world where avocado. i'd be annoyed yeah mm-hmm. that's it that's i will really say funny. that i keep finding random avocados around the office i'll show you where they are <laughs> well now you need <laughs> another there's a bunch in the, there's a bunch in a drawer i'll yeah. show you right. you like need another person when those run out they're gonna be gone <laughs> i need another person whose job is just avocado wrangler <laughs> i'm not even kidding I, I need that but yeah i really i really respect and like that you don't take advantage of mel <laughs> yeah i wouldn't even know no mel's great no mel's awesome i'm sure you're gonna be mel's like favorite person i mean i don't i don't know i ho- i hope that i don't make her too mad Oh, that's she's, cute. She's she seems like she's okay. looking for things to give. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, she she is bored with uh, Carrie Butler, and I share her. We have the same dresser. Who's Carrie Butler in the show? Carrie Butler is uh, the adult woman track. So she's Miss Norbury and Mrs. George and Mrs. Heron. Oh, oh I love cool. that. Yeah, she's awesome. I but Carrie Butler is a... like a she's like a, a fabled like Broadway. 
Oh, what like, did she play that I would maybe know? Have you seen Xanadu? No, but I've heard of it. She's the lead in Xanadu. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, she's the original Penny Pingleton in Hairspray. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's like... And a bunch more things. She's like... She kind of is like constantly working. She's a working girl, so she's been like in a lot of stuff. That's but awesome. Cool. And she was on the reboot of uh, Gilmore Girls. She was oh, the really? therapist. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. There we That's go. Amazing. That's cool. Yeah. That's amazing. She does a lot of cool stuff. So did you grow up on Broadway? Is this your, like, <laughs> did you grow up, like, obsessed with Broadway? For for a minute, I thought you meant, like, literally on Broadway. Like, oh, no. <laughs> did you Not grow up? Did you, <laughs> did you grow up in Broadway the Lane or, like, backstage <laughs> yeah. at Broadway Music Schools? Um, uh, yeah. I think. Are you um, from New York? I am not. I'm from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm from Cambridge. Um, cool. Uh, which is like kind of a snooty place, but I promise my family is we're not snooty people. Um, <laughs> at least we, we try not to be. Oh. <laughs> the Wilbert um, weeds are down to earth. No, mm-hmm. oh, well. um, no, my mom's from Texas, so she's kind of like a transplant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely like grew up listening to Broadway shows and my, uh, my mom's cousin, who was more like her sister, Kathy um uh she has since passed away but she was like a wonderful Broadway actress like all through the 70s um so she was in she was in the original cast of Grease and Nine and Grand Hotel Nine yeah and I think all those shows had pretty healthy runs so she was just kind of like kicking it growing up I remember my grandmother was obsessed with Nine oh it's awesome it is awesome the music in that show is unparalleled like the orchestrations are like Damn, like, I have to yeah, listen gorgeous. to it. Yeah, it's good. Listen to the yeah. original, original album. Cast. Yeah. Um, yes. Did you grow so up good. watching Mean Girls? Yeah, for sure. Same. Um, yeah. It came out when I was 15. So I saw that between – I was transfer- I transferred yeah, high schools. So I saw something like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like – when did it come yeah. out? I think 2002. Oh, t- no, no. Maybe 2004. 2004? 2004. Yeah. Okay, so I was like 14. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember – seeing i remember very distinctly like seeing the trailer for yes. the movie yeah. in when i was seeing maybe like super bad or some shit like oh, something uh, like what, also bad. also another like also iconic bad, yeah. movie from my oh, past but so um good. i remember seeing the trailer and being like oh my god like i'm gonna see my high school experience yeah. finally like because yeah. i was like i was very much like a little janice ian like Hot topic like punk, yeah. you know, weirdo. I was more of like a caddy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I could be easily influenced. Aww. I had um, that I is had... like her that that is her like predominant like personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily influenced, yeah. but like good Trait. at heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was very you like, like an asshole easily. I was very like yeah, down with the popular kids, even though like they actually weren't mean to me and like never did anything to me. But I was like, we're at a war with them. It wasn't like Janice, like I had not been victimized by them yeah. in any way. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like was just fine. There are two types of people in this world. Mm-hmm. People who see evil stuff and do nothing about it. And I had like a full blonde streak in the front. Oh. And I was very like me. Yeah, that's, so <laughs> that's how I that's the sound effect for my like teenage for your teenage troll yeah. self. Yeah, it was just like me. I feel like that I feel I like, like Mean it. Girls has actually aged a lot better than a lot of the movies yeah. that came out around that time, yes. like a miscongeniality or yeah, what it else has, was it has really only become more and more and more relevant, relevant I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say Legally Blonde, but I feel like Legally Blonde is Didn't, still good. I, oh, I, I don't know. I, I love Legally Blonde, too, but I kind of oh, think it didn't. 
It's a vintage Parts piece it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Parts of it aged well. Wow. Yeah, I guess there's some LGBT stuff in there that probably doesn't age as great. Yeah. Maybe. maybe I don't know, but that was that guy was such a good character. Yeah, it was yeah. such a they yeah. they cast it well. They cast that role well. Yes. If it had just been like a normal random man who'd been like, "Don't stump your little last season." Yeah, yeah. she's like, me, honey. But yeah. that's and she so would have been like. <gasps> Like yeah. that would have been <laughs> trash, but he he was very. I mean, although I, there, I just remembered that one line. She's like, you know what? He did leave a share tape in the pool house one time. Like, yeah. that's a little wrong. <laughs> that's that, not, it's not it. like it's not it's like not viciously vicious, bad no, no, in no, any no. way. I think it was just like what did you say was so bad that you rewatched? Oh, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura oh. has a very upsetting, yeah, and lo- lengthy yeah. homophobic ending. Mm. Is what I will say if anyone wants to revisit the plot of that movie it starts out honestly for the first hour I was like this is holding up and then it really tanks it really hard didn't. yeah <laughs> I was like oh my boyfriend went to the bathroom and like in the time that he went to the bathroom there was like it became horrible it became it became deeply horrible and I was to watch. Just, basically for anyone listening there's a point where Ace Ventura realizes that he has kissed a man in disguise yes. and there's a long the, truly the longest yes. montage I've ever seen of him vomiting, burning all the clothes he was wearing when the kiss took place, crying in the shower, eating soap. It was, I was like, how long is this going to continue? And then I was like, oh my God, the rest yeah. of the movie is literally about this. Yes. I need to see, I don't even think I yes, watched The rest of the movie is about him <laughs> recovering, recovering from, from accidentally the, kissing a man. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh come it's, on. Yeah, I was like, Ace Ventura, like, honestly, you need to work on yourself. If this is like, I was like, if you're so deeply, deeply troubled by this, you have problems. Ace, you need to check in with yourself. Exactly. You need to have a private conversation (laughs) with you and you. Honestly, suspend your practice. Get into help. (laughs) Suspend your pet detection and just... To spend Stop some time finding with a animals and start finding yourself. you. <laughs> start finding you. That's the true. Oh my god, that's the true mystery. I had totally <laughs> forgotten about that. In that yeah, movie. I didn't remember that at all. So, so I watched the movie again, and then I was like, "Oh my god, this has this has tanked hard." I think um, Mean Girls survived because it was highly satirical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you have satire, you're already sort of criticizing the situation. Yes. So it's yes. going to yes. go well. Yeah. But one more thing we want to talk to you about is mm-hmm. we hear your we hear from you, and also we knew this before you came in, <laughs> that you're a fangirl of every town. <laughs> a devotee. Which we share. Yes. Yeah. It's a passion we share. Yes, I am. You, how fan. did you, I guess, get into this? Like, how did you find your passion for being... Guns or not guns. <laughs> or did this passion find you? Uh, I mean, I really just repost a lot of their stuff, mm-hmm. honestly, because I think it's it's important. And also, um, there's so much like good, um, like political. Uh, there's so many good, helpful political tools, like via social media. Like ResistBot is yes. genius. We plug ResistBot all the time. It's so yeah. genius. It's so it makes things really simple and easy, and like easy to do, and it makes it like harder to not um, do anything when people are making it really super easy for you. That's um, yeah. Text resist to five zero four zero nine. Hey, yes. at any time, Go guys, and you can resist. You can <laughs> resist about you anything. Like, yeah, you can, like literally, 
I send messages to the congresswoman who represents like my hometown all the time because she's like kind of the one Republican that I have access to. Nice. <laughs> so, nice. So, so yeah. she hears from me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Just you. Yeah, exactly. She's I'm like, just like, oh, Barbara. Here she is again. Barbara, <laughs> it's Elise again. You've received another fax. <laughs> <laughs> I love to complain, so it's really just perfect for me. Yeah. Um, easy access to complaining um yeah uh, yeah i think uh i mean i think really what i'm a fan of in general is just like basic human decency mm-hmm. wow. um mm-hmm. like in all of its forms and i think uh i'm not like a super fan of like because i've shotguns before i know how they work i'm very familiar um mm-hmm. i had like a weird summer when i was 11 where i went to a horseback riding camp and like there were like three other like options for activities other than like horses, horses all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was like swimming, archery, or shooting a rifle on a mattress in a dark tent in the woods. And I was like, give me the dark yeah. tent in the woods. <laughs> I mean, you got it's it. 90 degrees. I will shoot a rifle with like this wonderful Russian counselor by myself. <laughs> so literally for an entire, I think like three summers in a row, I was like going to horseback riding camp and like learning how to shoot a rifle but like that's that's something i know how to do i'm glad i know how to do it but it's um there's like so there's such a huge difference between shooting like a tiny shotgun that you have to reload every time you want to shoot something and you have to balance it you have to be able to aim it it's really hard to do yeah um there's a huge difference between that gun and the gun that's been used in, like, almost every single one of these shootings, which is, like, uh, I think it's a, what is it? AR-15. AR-15. Yeah. yeah. Where it's literally designed to inflict the most damage in, like, in the easiest way possible, which is just insane. Yeah. yeah. No one needs to own that. And if you think you need to own that for your collection or whatever, I'm sorry, but you're... You're crazy. You're, you're I mean... You're just still being kind of selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when like kids are dying. It's yeah. Like, they're like just they're just trying to go to high school. Like you don't need to you don't need to have everything that you want all the time. Well, I like love you. you know, yeah. it's not it's it's, it's not a, a person. Well, it's mm-hmm. not a just trying, just trying to be a decent <laughs> person. But it's not fair. It's it's not fair. And it's like, yes, it's we live in America, it's a free country and whatever, but you know, when you're when your hobby is actually infringing on other people's safety, it's time to, like, check in about it. And it doesn't mean, like, we need to take everyone's guns away because Lord knows if I lived, like, out in the way back in the woods, mm-hmm. like, and yeah. I went to school in North Carolina, like, kind of in the middle of nowhere. And there were definitely moments where I was like, I'm in the middle of nowhere and, like, I don't feel safe. And, like, if I lived in, like, a house up on the top of a mountain, like, I'd have a gun. Yeah, there, sure. there are definitely places where, like, it gun. actually But does. I would have a shotgun yeah. for bears and yeah. for, mm-hmm. like... Intruders. For, yeah, for intruders. Yeah. But I would places. not... You don't need to have... You do not need to have an assault weapon to feel safe in the middle of the woods, like... You right. need to have a shotgun to feel safe. Yeah. To protect yourself from bears. Like, <laughs> like to actually protect yourself. You, there aren't going to be 17 bears that you yeah. need to shoot at the same time. Like, no. That's like, not going to no. happen. And also, if you shoot a shotgun at a bear, the bear will run away. Like, <laughs> like it's not. Right. Yeah. As the, do most people. Like, even people who are coming there to hurt you. But, yeah, because I get that there are, like, places where it actually does take the police 
a little bit longer to For get sure. there if yeah. something was there to de- happen. Yeah, there are definitely places like, where like, it's going to take them 20 minutes, and in those 20 minutes, more. you might yeah. die. But that's a recalibration I had to make when like trying to understand the full scope of the yeah. issue. Because I've always lived in a place where like if yes. I call the police, the police are going to be there pretty yeah. Fast. I so live in I'm a like, doorman building where like seven people have to fob you in yeah. like, to move the elevator to get you like even to the floor where I live. So it's like I don't I don't need to have a gun yeah. <laughs> in New York City. And if and if you like <laughs> also even if you, you <clears throat> there was someone who was so threatening, they would find their way like to, yeah. to your house because you yeah. already have enough security. Yeah. But I was reading this article that came out like a few weeks ago. It was by an ER doctor mm-hmm. that was talking about the wounds that are inflicted by an AR-15. And she basically well, it's was meant to explaining. go right all the way through your body yeah. into the wall behind you. Yeah. And which is crazy. And in the process, it, the difference between like a regular bullet versus like the bullet that comes from an AR-15. A regular bullet yeah. will come and it will have like an exit wound, but yes. it will pretty much just go like straight. Yeah, it's like a clean. And, yeah, it's like a clean, clean exit entry. Like yeah. that, they can basically it makes fix. a whole, it makes one hole through right. through right. flesh exactly. yeah, or through whatever yeah exactly and they can basically fix it but when you have like an AR fifteen it's yeah. sh- it, one, even one bullet goes in and shatters yeah, it's, your ent- it's like shrapnel yeah you just <sighs> it's, it's designed to inflict the most damage in the least amount of time and that's not something that anyone needs no yeah. in a high school especially you don't need it yeah like maybe that's, in a war you might want it. But yeah. just because you want it doesn't mean you need it or you get to have it. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> I think that's a great place for us. That's like good. <laughs> you don't need. You might want to <laughs> <laughs> You can't. Have no, it. you <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh yeah, no matter how much money the NRA chooses to manipulate, and no, ma- no that's been really cool Russia though is that we uh, that we know uh, like about all that that money. Yeah, did yeah. you do that thing where you t- can text and see? how much money the mm-hmm. NRA has given to your oh, reps. No, Ooh. tell us about that. It's really funny. Uh, I feel like uh, Chuck Schumer is zero, obviously, which right. is hysterical. Um, Good for and you, Chuck. Kristen, I think, like, early in her career, they – it was a very small amount of money. I think they don't – I want to say it was, Jeez. like, $5,000. And then – but it, the cool thing that the, that the little texty thing will tell you is they'll tell you how much the NRA has donated – uh, like pro the people who represent you and and against. Oh. So Chuck Schumer, I think I don't remember how much they have donated like against Chuck Schumer, but it was a lot. Um, and Kristen, it was it was way more than they had given her. So they it, that was the funniest part to me was they initially donated money to her campaigns, and then when she turned her corner and was like, actually no, like they they then donated like four times that amount <laughs> in opposition of her and I was like you guys don't know what you're doing yeah. like you're just wasting money I think it was part of resist bot it just came up on my feed it was something I follow mm-hmm. it was either part of every town or part of resist bot I okay. don't yeah. I don't we'll, we'll let you know because that's actually really cool yeah that's, that's really helpful that for everything I mean I think they kind of do I think that's like what we're getting into now like in our like when social media and like politics and smart people have like combined, like yeah. this is what yes. it is now. Well, we have a lot to fight against mm-hmm. on the other side. Yeah, so yeah. and a lot to fight for. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's been so great oh, having thanks, you. Um, so Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you online if they sure. want to follow? Um, or IRL. IRL. I'm on, um, <laughs> where do you live? I'm <laughs> <laughs> no. like, in what play? Which we all know. But yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm in, I'm playing a Janice Sarkeesian. She's had a little name change. Ooh. Um, Why Sarkeesian? Uh, well, Janice Ian is a real musical artist. Right. And, oh. you know, when Tina wrote this movie, I do not think that she had any idea that it was gonna like take off the way it did. So she's been like using a real person's name for a while. And I think <laughs> I think she just kind of decided she was like, it's time to like stop. <laughs> it's yeah. time to Gouging stop this person. Yeah. yeah. And also because like she has her own career to like Right. Yeah. So she was like, we're gonna change her last name. But Sarkeesian is actually Cher's last name, which is pretty cool. Oh wow. Um, so now we're just borrowing from Cher. Cher tape in the pool house. <laughs> Don't leave your share tapes in the pool house. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm playing uh, Janice Sarkeesian uh in Mean Girls on Broadway. Mean Girls Colon the musical on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm on Instagram at Barrett Weed. And technically, I'm still on Twitter, but I'm I'm done with Twitter, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, dark, I don't I don't wanna, I don't want to I don't want to see all the things that people say to me or about me. Yeah. I don't want to see it. No, it's, it's so dark. extreme. It's such a dark, dark place. And then sometimes it's like, I is this a real person insulting me, or is it a, a bot? Is it a bot? That's, is it like? Is it the Russians? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Like, I'm like, is this the Russians? <laughs> Everything is the Why Russians. Am I being attacked I blame this everything way. on the Russians. Like I literally, sure. just, I've, now I have a scapegoat. It's yeah, the Russians. it's the Russians. Not Russians in, living in America. It's like the Russian hackers. The, I don't the want to see no, government. Not our, the not government. our Russian American yeah. friends. Yeah. No. No. like who, it, who the Kremlin. Yeah. we can say it's the Kremlin. Yeah. <laughs> the Kremlin. It is the Kremlin, or people employed by the Kremlin, or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god! I want to say I'm a conspiracy theorist, but that would degrade my point, which is true. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Uh, see Mean Girls Colon, the musical Yay. on Broadway. <laughs> Follow um, at Barrett Weed. Mm hmm. It's a great name. Thank you. Um, all right, guys. Well, until next week or the end of democracy, uh, I'm Elise Morales. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> this is the slide. Okay, bye. <laughs> Batches.